Yeah. You know, I love 7-Eleven. They're so into what they do. Like when Reagan and Gorbachev were signing that uh, disarmament treaty, 7-Eleven was convinced, convinced that the eyes of the world were on another historic merger, Coca-Cola and Slurvee. <laughs> on the other hand, 7-Eleven might have the right idea. Forget about multiple nuclear warheads. Maybe they'll go away. Maybe if politicians didn't obsess over MX and ICBMs, they might work on, no say, making a better Slurpee like 7-Eleven does. Then you'd have headlines like, Congress passes Coca-Cola and Slurpee bill. Russians fall behind in Slurpee race. And if somebody accidentally pushed the button, no sweat. A few Slurpees might land on Moscow, no fallout. Maybe a little frostbite. And the half-life of the Slurpee is much shorter than plutonium. Tastes better, too. And now, another development of global proportion. The new Coca-Cola and Slurpee-flavored drink is only 59 cents for a big 32-ounce cup at any participating 7-Eleven. Well, how does it look today? Ugly. Cloudy skies this morning clearing to near the ocean beaches by midday. Highs from the mid-60s at the ocean in the mid-80s inland. How's the golf look? Yeah, it'll be all right. Right now in San Francisco, it's 61 degrees. Continuous. 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 Y'all, welcome back to the WBAG. It's your boy, Tony Bax, coming out here by the lemonade stand with Johnny Lemonade, a.k.a. Jay Lem. Let me know what's good. Yo, motherfucker, it's your boy, Jay Lem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Up inside your mom. Up inside your mom. Now, listen, here's the thing is that I got a sword in my hand, but if you want to fucking take me, then I'm your man. And if you want to fucking cut down, then we got a problem. Yeah. Because we're probably rooted out of Australia. Yeah. So I think here we're, we're here talking about comic books. Got Interstellar going on in the background in the room, you know what I'm saying? Watching good movies, talking about comic books. What are you going to talk about, Jake? <clears throat> we're drunk. Well, the problem is I have a lot of issues, and they're mostly comic book. So, why don't we talk about issue one of Dan. Dan's nerves. Issue one. Number one. In a dark room sits Dan, and he has nerves. Dan's nerves. Dan's nerves. Come to theaters. November 26th. November 26th. 1976. 1976. Not coming ever. Ever. Here, the bag, as you all will know it and stuff. We are Jay Lem and Tony Beck and Dan, aka Drunk as Fuck. And uh, I hope you enjoy that last song because we were getting on Dan's. What were they again, Jay Lem? Dan's uh, nerves, right? I'm pretty sure. Well, the thing about it is, I'm pretty sure that it was not just Dan's nerves, yeah. but also. His skeletal system. Now, uh-huh. let's think about this skeletal system. Hyperlick bubble? Yeah. You have bone marrow. Yes. Correct, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you also have bone marrow. Are you correct? Right, Dan? Yeah. yeah. In saying that, Dan? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 
it has to resonate with you in a certain B vitamin 1200 plus and you have to at least at least at least 1200 milligrams yeah at least at least here it's what Alex Jones says at least 1200 milligrams so wait so you're saying that you're not just getting on my nerves you're also getting on my bones no what I'm saying is (laughs) I'm getting into your is that spike I'm lemonade? I'm diving deep into your bones. And if you give me a chance, you can call 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF.COM. Yeah, we're taking callers, but we're probably not going to be answering them right now. We're about to smoke this bowl. I actually so. think that that is illegal on a federal level. But the great thing about it is it's legal here yeah. in the great state of Taxachusetts. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Wait a minute. I think you mean to say the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try and dig over the world. And we will. And we will. Yeah. NC- NCR has no. Dan's really hating this right now. That's on my calm voice. No, it's I mean, very great. We're it's, all about it's, movies. It's very eloquent. News, but mostly Dan's nerves. I know that the listeners are really enjoying this as much as Dan is. I got some oatmeal cookies and some Jim Beam. And this segment on episode two is called High Talk with Jim Beam. He's also our uh, second guest appearance ever. We're next to J. Lamb. Here's me, Dan. Tony Baggs, your boy. Yeah. J. Lamb and then uh, Jim Beam. He doesn't talk too much. Jim Beam will be right up. Yeah, he's gonna. Here he is. Doesn't seem to talk too much, but he really helps us get out the conversation. Well, yeah. man, sometimes yeah. I talk, but I don't necessarily talk too much. Yeah. I don't want to talk all the time, because, you know, uh, like, I, I, I voted for, uh, you know, Jim Crow laws. Yeah, Charles Manson for Senate. And I burned a, uh, I burned a, uh, swastika. We'll be right back. In the middle of my forehead. Yeah, we out here. Yeah, we're pouring like rain, but it's more like whiskey or, or it's through rum. Dr. Pepper. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah. And we're out here in the lemonade stand, spiking it up on that lemonade, y'all saying? We are back to the lemonade stand. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Now, uh, just recently, uh, over the internet, I saw a very familiar post to me, at least in my soul. Uh, it was a post, and along the lines, what it said was, Why would you rather have a fidget spinner when you can buy a perfectly good sword and have that be your stress ball? Yeah. Now, yeah. let's face it. A very well-crafted void is going to feel right in your hand. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. will, especially in your right hand, because that's the hand that it should be in. Yeah. Let's face. Yeah. Okay. Um, not to say that a left-handed swordsman is not a very formidable opponent, because they are. They anyone out there who has ever been in an actual combat situation, a fight, 
fist fight, knife fight, anything like that, you know that left-handed people are going to almost always get the advantage. They're going to poop on you. And I don't necessarily mean poop on you physically, the way that he says, but I mean they, they may just disembowel you. You know, I want to bring it back. You were talking about the internet, and not that I know much about the internet, but when I am on the internet, I'm usually looking at fart porn, where they have these new things now, where they're like glass pillows, filled with the ashes of one's lover. Uh, of one's former lover. Right, doesn't, but it's like, it's like, a, it's like a, uh, what are those, urns? But it's like, it's instead of an urn, it's like Urine? A, it's like a butter churn for your vagina. Urine, urine. Yeah, for your urine, yeah. That's and what they call them, right? Urines? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, it makes uh, sense. Well, I mean, uh, they C- even have these like spray things where like, I was like... So apparently CNN calls them urines, yeah, but, onion. but Fox calls them <laughs> nerds. The but they're essentially the same thing. So you have to watch out for these kinds of things. But... And bunnies in the road. But, well, well, yes, they are adorable. Yeah, and let's bunnies. face it, they repopulate yeah. a lot faster than They eat all your cabbage. I like a cabbage. lot faster than again. Like but let's get back on the subject. You're right. Basically, if you don't watch your sword maker make the sword in front of you, right. it's not going to be a good it's just it's 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 just not and, and you know what folks as a, as a matter of fact I'm actually gonna get up I, I, give me one second Tony bags will cover me for just he, he's going to get a sword I hope to cut Dan if we lose Dan as the show house JLM will be taking over for Dan I, I am back I am back this is actually it's a fantasy style blade uh, it's it, if all y'all out there understand what a falchion is, a falchion is a two-handed style medieval great blade. Sure. It is curved at the end, uh, meant for piercing through armor, ready for but also, attacks? also very good for deflecting away enemy attacks and using their attacks against them. Uh, basically, what I have right now in my hand is a one-handed falchion. And, and I just want you to hear this, folks. I just want you to hear it. Beautiful. That is just a great Fuck sound. I want I want y'all to hear it again. One more time. It's, like the it's, it's perfectly aligned. Uh, it's meant for my right hand, which is what every God-given American should be using, the right hand. God forbid that oh, you say you're some fucking left-handed some... If y'are, again, I, I don't want to be leftist, but if you have a uh, a left-handed blade... Let's go to commercial right now. We're going to actually try and sell this one blade. We're not actually going to give you We're shit. Actually, no. I, we're uh, not going to no. fuck you. Oh, I love this blade. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not going to sell it. Literally so we're going to go to commercial, though. We're going to go to commercial right now. Yeah? Milan's Jewelers presents Billy Ocean in the Budweiser Concert Series at the Concord Pavilion. Billy Ocean appears under the stars Friday night, August 12th at 8. Don't miss Billy Ocean under the stars at the Concord Pavilion. Brought to you by the Concord Pavilion, Milam's Jewelers, and 99.7 FM. 
All right, guys, we're just about done with tonight's broadcast, but we just want to leave you with a question before we go. What makes music good or stand out to you? I want to hear what your thoughts are on catchy songs. If a song gets stuck in your head, to what extent is that a good song, musically speaking? I think there's definitely a certain degree of skill involved in forming a song that has a good hook, but is that really a good song? And if not, what makes a good song to you? Thanks for tuning in tonight, guys. Uh, we'll catch you soon.